A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. More land is being converted away from agriculture production, and the Farm Act is helping to combat that. Charity Seebecker here with the Midwest Farm Report. Congressman Tom Tiffany has played a vital role in the Farm Act, ensuring farm families are able to pass their farm onto future generations, as well as the Wolf Delisting Bill. He shares more on his work with pressing agriculture issues. We have a few pieces of legislation that I've introduced here through this session. One of them, the Farm Act. The Farm Act would take away the um, subsidy that wind and solar developers get when they convert farmland. They can still build the wind and solar facilities, they just would not get the federal subsidy, which is very significant. And uh, the reason for that is I'm very concerned about agricultural land being um, converted away from agricultural production. As we're seeing food shortages around the world and more of them on the way, the way it looks, take a look at what's happening in Sri Lanka right now. It's really of great concern that we have tens of thousands of acres here in Wisconsin that may be taken out of production and then moved to uh, wind and solar production. And uh, so the developers can still build them uh, under the bill. They just would not get the federal subsidies. And how do you see that affecting the future of the agricultural industry? So when you think about it, some of these wind and solar developers are paying as high as $1,000 an acre in rent. So when farmers are used to you know, paying 100 to $200 an acre for their rent, they can't compete. And you're going to see this productive agricultural land go out of production and they're going to be moved to this wind and solar development, which is intermittent um, energy production at best. And I just think that food production is so important. It is the most important thing that we do as a society, and we need to make sure that we're not uh, reducing the amount of ag land that we have here in Wisconsin. Now do you mind touching on the pass-through legislation that would take away tax deduction for farms who are trying to transfer that farm from generation to generation? Yeah, so this came up about a year ago when there was a number of tax increases that were being considered by the Biden administration. Well, it turns out that uh, Majority Leader of the United States Senate, Chuck Schumer, is thinking about bringing this back. And it would be really harmful for small businesses, but especially family farms. Farms. Because so many family farmers, they want to pass that farm down to the next generation. They would get hit with the taxes for doing that. Um, they've not had to do that, and that's what it's allowed these family farms to be passed down. It's the worst thing that we could do to keep family farms in operation here in our country because the tax burden would be so heavy that people would have to sell their farms and not to uh, their children. Have you interacted with people who have been through that? How is this affecting them personally? Have they reached out to you or what kind of feedback have you received? Oh, I've heard, gotten so many responses. With the district that I represent, including right here in Clark County, you have a l lot of family farmers that getting to that retirement age, 60 to 70 years of age, and they have children that want to get into the farm, um, take over the farm, and they're very concerned that they're not going to be able to do that. And it's the last thing they want to do is to simply sell out and not be able to pass the farm on down to the next generation. Can you talk about the wolf delisting bill that you have going? Yeah, so I've introduced a couple of these over the two plus years that I've been in the United States Congress. And we have another bill 
that I put forward with Representative Bobert out of Colorado uh, to accomplish that delisting. And here's why it's so important. It would return wolf management to the states. Just like all other wildlife that are managed by the states, wolves should be too. And uh, so we're hoping to get some movement on this bill at some point. But what it will do is delist the wolf allow the states to be able to manage it. We have so many wolves now, far more than the, um, uh, the carrying capacity that we have in the state of Wisconsin, and it's time. It's time for that delisting. And if we can do that statutorily, then the judges cannot overrule it. And how will that delisting bill help improve farmers and their livelihoods? Yeah, I hear from so many farmers, um, especially and not just in the northern part of the state, northern central Wisconsin. And uh, I hear from so many of them that it isn't so much that the wolves will kill their animals. It's that they, uh, it's that they churn them up. And it causes a reduction in milk production. Or perhaps they don't get the rate of gain that they normally would. Because the animals get so ginned up when wolves are in the area. And um, it will help farmers to be able to control those wolves that are out there because when we just had delisting for a short period of time for about a year um, farmers were able to dispatch wolves that were threatening their livestock now under this ruling by the judge that we recently uh, received uh, farmers can't control those wolves they should be able to control the wolf population and it's not about the elimination of wolves it's just controlling the population Congressman Tom Tiffany with updates on his duties to support the agriculture industry. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.